Chapter Five of Narrative of My Captivity Among the Sioux Indians by Fanny Kelly. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Plan for Little Mary's Escape. Tortures of Uncertainty. Unsuccessful Attempt to Escape. The Indians left the scene of their cruel rapacity, travelling northward, chanting their monotonous war song. After a ride of two miles through tall weeds and bushes, we left the bottom lands and ascended some bluffs, and soon after came to a creek which was easily forded, and where the Indians quenched their thirst. The hills beyond began to be more difficult to ascend, and the gorges seemed fearfully deep, as we looked into the black shadows unrelieved by the feeble light of the stars. In the darkness of our ride I conceived a plan for the escape of little Mary. I whispered in her childish ear, "'Mary, we are only a few miles from our camp, and the stream we have crossed you can easily wade through. I have dropped letters on the way, you know, to guide our friends in the direction we have taken. They will guide you back again, and it may be your only chance of escape from destruction. Drop gently down and lie on the ground for a little while, to avoid being seen. Then retrace your steps, and may God in mercy go with you. If I can, I will follow you.' The child, whose judgment was remarkable for her age, readily acceded to this plan. Her eye brightened, and her young heart throbbed as she thought of its success. Watching the opportunity, I dropped her gently, carefully, and unobserved to the ground, and she lay there while the Indians pursued their way, unconscious of their loss. To portray my feelings upon this separation would be impossible. The agony I suffered was indescribable. I was firmly convinced that my course was wise, that I had given her the only chance of escape within my power, yet the terrible uncertainty of what her fate might be in the way before her was almost unbearable. I continued to think of it so deeply that at last I grew desperate, and resolved to follow her at every risk. Accordingly, watching an opportunity, I too slipped to the ground under the friendly cover of night, and the horse went on without its rider. My plan was not successful. My flight was soon discovered, and the Indian wheeled around and rode back in my pursuit. Crouching in the undergrowth I might have escaped in the darkness, were it not for their cunning. Forming in a line of forty or fifty abreast, they actually covered the ground as they rode past me. The horses themselves were thus led to betray me, for, being frightened at my crouching form, they stopped and reared, thus informing them of my hiding-place. With great presence of mind I arose the moment I found myself discovered, and, relating my story, the invention of an instant, I succeeded partly in allaying their anger. I told them the child had fallen asleep and dropped from the horse, that I had endeavoured to call their attention to it, but in vain, and, fearing I would be unable to find her if we rode further, I had jumped down and attempted the search alone. The Indians used great violence toward me, assuring me that if any further attempts were made to escape, my punishment would be accordingly. They then promised to send a party out in search of the child when it became light. Poor little Mary, alone in the darkness, a little helpless child, who can portray her terror? With faith to trust and courage to dare, that little trembling form through the long hours of the night kept watch. 
the lonely cry of the night-bird had no fear in its melancholy scream for the little wanderer who crouched amid the prairie grass the baying of the grey wolf as he passed the lonely watcher might startle but could not drive the faith from her heart surely god is just and angels will guide the faltering feet to friends and home innocent of wrong how could she but trust that the unseen hands of spirits would guide her from the surrounding perils? End of chapter 5